Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, if that's just me in the freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. Welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast, coming at you from Oconomowoc, Wisconsin there, guys. Here we are. What's up? Here we are. You ready well, to do this? I'm ready to do this. Now that you're late? Better late than never. <laughs> we got to okay start the show off right. You just got to you gotta stick with it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, this show is brought to you by Spartan Forge. We don't have a discount code yet because we just transitioned. If you want to use the old one, you can use code W2H for 20% off. Head on over to SpartanForge.ai. And uh, shout out to some friends of the show, Drop Time Spirits. You guys going to have to pour some of this up at some point. I can't be the only one. We'll pour some. Later. Yeah. Definitely later. You guys are drinking some PBRs or what? Yeah. Yes. How do you yes. like it? A little pap shake. It's delicious. Well, PB Army ASAP. We had uh, shared some some beer stuff on the on the page, and PBR and Bush Light were like the top contenders. High Life was in there. Mm-hmm. Some Canada stuff was in there. Some Molson. Molson. That's yeah, what it is. Eh? Mm-hmm. Eater guy. Uh. Well, hey, let me pull up my note. I got some notes here, so we can kind of like get some sort of framework. I'll end this this uh, backdrop music, and let's just start talking. Talking deer and beer and all that good stuff. What's up, everybody? First Gen Outdoors. Uh, Drew, what's going on? We'll post some of this stuff to the to the screen and whatnot. But we're excited to do this. I don't know. Tyler's in studio. Tyler, by the way, is the co-owner of OKS Hunter. This is like debut. Debut. I know. I'm like the silent partner. The one nobody knows about. How did oh. you get into this, dude? You should know more about You should be involved in it, <laughs> period. It should be a regular thing. Three of us come here Tuesday nights. Done. Okay. Right. Shakalaka slam yeah. dunk. Do it. We could maybe set that up. That's for sure. I feel nervous. Do Isn't it. that weird? I've been doing this since 2013 and this one, because it's new, it makes me feel all like giddy and weird. You're giddy and weird without being giddy and weird. <laughs> that makes <laughs> That's sense. That's true. That is true. Drew from, uh, oh yeah, Oak Tree Dreams. What's going on? Oak Jarrett McDonald. Sup guys? Jarrett checking in from Oak Tree Dreams. Another Oak Tree Dreams. All right. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll just lay the, the framework here out of the gate. We wanted to talk about why the transition, what the hell is where to hunt, what the hell is okay as hunter, what are we doing now, uh, talk about some of the terminology that we use and, and like why that matters. They're all your wet dream. They're what? Yeah. <laughs> God. Dude, you took it off the fucking road this time. Oh, man. <laughs> you took it off the <laughs> road this time. <laughs> hey. Someone's Let's just put it in a four-wheel drive, guys. Put your Crocs in a four-wheel mode. We're going to get weird real quick. We're all wearing Crocs, yeah? We are, yeah. I got Crocs with socks. I got you guys beat. And you're wearing jeans. You're old white guy. Uh, for <laughs> sure. You got to have Crocs with socks. I think it gets sweaty and weird. No. 
They have ventilation holes. Kind of, but they get slippery. Do they get slippery for you guys without socks? No. No. It's all Not good. whatsoever. All right. I'll be the weird guy. I'm going to buy the domain name crockswithsocks.com, and we're going to start a new website for uh, weird dads. Oh, no. How about we get through this one yeah. first? Yep. All right. Why the transition? Where to hunt was around. Uh, started that podcast in 2013. And then somewhere along the lines, I thought it'd be a good idea to do a live call in. That's right, Nick Crocs. Don't puke at those. Uh, yeah, and then that was going great. I think it's a, a ton of fun. Met a lot of people. Started talking to a lot of folks in the outdoor space, hunting, talking deer. And then somewhere along the way, in doing that, I decided, well, I'm not the expert. I want to talk to people that are more expert. No, not one of us are experts. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to claim to be experts. We want to be, we're on everybody's level. We're the right. relatable dipshits. We're very, yeah, we're yes. very relatable. There's a reason this podcast started 10 minutes late. <laughs> right. Because we, we, we live in the real world and not everything goes perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Just like deer hunting. But we love talking to people that get it done on a day-to-day basis. So yep. that's not going to change, right? We're yep. going to continue to talk to big name people when we can get them and no name people that really do a good job of getting it done every year. Mm -hmm. We know a ton of people like that and they're willing to come and talk with us and share their stories. And that's what it's about. Yeah. We're the no name people talking to whoever we can, whoever wants to come and talk to us, we'll talk to you. It's kind of how that works. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. The transition is just because I started calling ourselves the okayest hunters to not be that expert. We don't have big deer in our walls. Greg's got one, I guess. Yeah. Um, And so we wanted to just get on the defense right out of the gate and avoid that whole conversation of what the hell am I going to listen to you if you're not going to kill big deer? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We never said we kill big deer. We're just talking to people. We're just talking about deer hunting. That's it. That's all. Having a good time. And somewhere along the way, I saw people buck shaming kids and grown that's, ass men. That's and just ridiculous. It irked me the wrong way. And so we decided let's do something about that. Let's end deer shaming. Yeah. So, um, that's where Eric, Eric talked to me and brought me into the idea and he struck a, struck a hot button with me. Um, let's get on your soapbox. Here. Yeah. Well, so, you know, there's the deer shaming, there's the passive aggressive deer shaming, they're shaming kids. Oh, you know, would have been a monster next year. Oh man, give that deer another two years. It would have been huge. And that just drives me bonkers. It, it, um, you see it in the moment, your heart rates yes. up and you go, yup, I'm doing it. It's done. Yep. Yep. If it got your pee hot, you shoot the fucking thing. Yeah. Your heart's it's pumping. Over. Make it happen. You know, that, that moment's going to pass. The mo- Don't let the moment pass. So like never pass. So we, we use it kind of funny to get your attention. Like, well, you should have passed. Well, that never pass. And quite honestly, never pass on the opportunity to make a new memory. Right. You know, you could be out there with, like I said, uh, on some video, like you could be hunting with your grandpa for the last time. You're going to hunt very different on that hunt than you would if you're hunting for that grip and grin. You could be out whacking does to fill your freezer. That's right. And having a good time doing it and helping the environment where there's maybe too many of them. Mm-hmm. It, it's all good. If you if you haven't shot a lot of deer, you need to shoot deer. Shoot, shoot deer. deer. Shoot, shoot, deer. Deer. shoot deer. Never pass. Shooter buck. We, someone asked a question about that. Noah uh, on the one of the group pages said, "Why? Well, what about what's the shooter shooter buck stuff? I don't want to shoot a big deer. I like doing what I'm doing. Do what you're doing. Yeah, and we're gonna support you. And the the whole mantra there is, well, every, to the eyes of the beholder, shooter buck means something different to everybody. That's right. So, and it can change for you. I can, yep. it's, it's changed for me over it's, the years. It's same here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're not here to bash people. I get big deer no. either, by the way. That's, no. that's what we mean by that. No, you know, you don't got to just shoot little ones, I've, shoot whatever you want. I've, I've moved on from, you know, trying to get a buck to passing bucks that other people would shoot. Yep. That's my right because it's my tag and that's what I want to do. You literally bought that tag 
why the hell should someone else dictate and comment about what you exactly. should do with it? Bingo. And Does I'll, someone I'll, tell you how to drive your car? Well, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've your actually wife. gone the opposite direction of Greg. I used to be really picky and pass, and now I'm just like ready to shoot the first year that walks by with antlers. Yep. Yeah, you're a dad. You got kids. You Kid. Uh, yeah, kid. Another, another one, on the, one on the way. And my, the amount of time that I get to hunt nowadays right. is a lot less than it used to be, and it's going to be even less this year. Uh Especially since uh, baby number two is due the opening day of gun deer season. So if that's not an okay oh, moment, I don't know what is. Yeah, you plan that pretty terribly. I mean, yeah, I get you for planning it for September, but September oh boy. for an elk hunt. Yeah. Eric yeah. Nelson said he only gets usually 10 to 15 days to hunt. So Brown is down. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Darren, the comments coming in, guys, is a lot. Yep, we get 100%, 100% agree and end buck shaming. It's ridiculous. If you feel like a kid on Christmas morning, shoot him. Hell yeah. That's yes. a great way to say it. Absolutely. Yeah, except for Nick Robinson talking about he hates Crocs. You know what, Nick? I just learned something new about you. <laughs> but he said they give it another year. Guys have probably not gotten public land draw tag, and they got to fill in less than a week. So, you know, everybody's everyone's kind of nodding their head and agreeing here. Yeah, everybody's situation is different. Yep. You know, if you have a piece of land that's solely yours, however many acres that you've been able to manage and and really manicure. For that one deer, that one deer that you want to wrap your tag around, good for you. Yeah, that's great. Nobody can tell you to not shoot that deer or pass every deer on the way. That's up to you. Everyone's on a different journey. Everyone's at a different spot in their hunting journey. You could be just starting. So that was the thing I sent. So when we started OKS okay, Hunter, the, the the page and all that, something happened that was really special. I thought is. No one had posted a picture of a, of a spike buck or a four corn or a four pointer on their page, but they were sending the pictures to us to share it. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. So we created the space where you got to be able to share these photos that you were otherwise sitting on because you were afraid of getting ridiculed. That's a big deal. That, that tells us something that people are, they had in the moment, something very excited happened to them. And then they go look around on the internet and they see all these giant monsters. They go, yeah, I'm not going to post this little one. Cause that's dinky. And I don't want, that's not worth sharing a photo of. Right. Why not? Why not? You know, but then we do what we're doing and suddenly everyone comes out of the woodwork and, and sharing photos with us. How many okayest uh, crew members do we have? 48 now, I think. And everyone has to submit a, why they like the brand and everyone's story was very different, but all very meaningful. Sure. I read every single one of them and I was, deeply moved by it. I couldn't believe it. I thought we were going to get two people. Mm-hmm. Eh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. 48 people. And any one person would have been enough for me, but 48 people that wrote meaningful responses as to why that's important to them. There were actually 50, but there were a couple of people we had to deny for reasons that can't be said on air here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say they didn't align with the mission. Yes. <laughs> Can I get some free shit? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, so let me look at my notes, make sure I'm not missing anything important here. So we covered great, great segue to free stuff, by the way. Yeah. So free stuff. Um, you know, we're going to have some sponsors come in, come off. Some should stay. Some might go. It's just how it works. Not everyone's going to be a fit forever. Um, but that being said, as people come on, we'll offer discount codes. Uh, but addition to that, we're going to give away free. Okay. It's Hunter swag, whether that's stickers, shirts, hats, whatever else we invent in the future, flannels, bottle openers, I don't know, koozies. Um, and the way that you get entered to win is by calling into the show. Cause our vision for this is to be, I'm a long time listener, first time caller. I'm calling in to talk about deer hunting. That's what we want. Yeah. We want people to call in. So the phone number's on the screen. 
We are broadcasting live every Tuesday, six to seven ish, six ish to seven ish p.m. Central Standard Time. Yep. And if you call in, you'll be entered to win some prizes. And in particular, on today's show, the big prize. You want to hold up that box, Tyler? A Latitude Outdoors Method Two Saddle Kit. So it's the saddle, it's the lineman's belt, it's the tether, the tether, and, and the grab get, bag. You get the leg straps. And I don't know if there's. I don't think there's a grab bag. Maybe not a grab bag. I, I retract a, that I statement. I didn't get a grab bag when I got mine. Did you? You don't have one? Nope. At all. Mm-mm. Why did I get one? Because you're special. Yeah, you're very I'm special. Very special, man. but not for those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. You'll get a starter episode. kit less the grab bag. That's a retail value of about four hundred some dollars. And honestly, the grab bag's not that expensive. You can it's twenty bucks. Off. Yeah. Yeah, and but it's nice. I, I think it completes the set pretty nicely because the then you can bag. put the dump bag. Thank you. Dump I call bag. it grab bag. So that's where you can put your tether and all your goods in. Yep. Um, yeah. Drew said we shared all ours on our page. We were afraid to be proud of Spike and Four Corn LOL, but congrats anyone that who does. Hell no. You got to start somewhere. And, and even if you're, that's not a starting point for you, you just get a kick out of shooting a buck. You should be proud of it. You should be posting it. My first. Why not? My first buck was shock pump action shotgun hand me down for my dad. Uh, so I'm the first gen hand me down of that thing. It's about as tall as I am. It's giant. I don't even it's like a no name brand. It's not even like a branded. I don't know what to tell, tell you what it is. Could and be, I was such a sissy when a I was a kid. I put a rubber stock on it. So, you know, because it hurts when yeah. you're a kid. You get freaking plowed in the shoulder by a shotgun of that caliber. Mm-hmm. And then it's got some strap on it that doesn't actually fit. It's got like a twist ties on there. What are those called? The zip ties. Zip ties. It's got yeah. a zip tie holding the strap on it. That's cool. And uh, I got down to get lunch. My dad's like, well, wait for me by your tree and I'll come meet you over there and we'll go grab some lunch at the tailgate. All right. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'll send around the bend around this ridge. Comes Mr. Spike Buck. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, it's a buck. <laughs> it's a buck. And it's the first year I've seen him like, on the ground. It sees me. I see it. We have a moment. We lock eyes. And he's like, oh God, I'm getting out here. I'm like, I'm drawing my gun. Rack around. Boom, goes down like a sack of potatoes, hit him right in the neck. Perfect. You know, and he rolled, man. It was like a 10-yard shot with a 12-gauge pump action that's as tall as I am. He was rolling hard. And then, and then he, he just died. I was like, well, that, that just happened. So my dad comes over to me. He's like, Did you, was that you shooting? I was like, and I just point silently <laughs> at the dead tear piled up. He's like, I thought that was you. I was like, I got one. He's like, you finally did it. I had shot several and missed and never had a deer uh i started when i was like 16 or 17 so i think i was like 21 ish 22 when i finally got this thing so it was a big deal cool adult onset hunter yes basically it's a good thing Mm -hmm. i posted the hell out of that deer i was super proud about it no one could but that was before a lot of the stuff caught on the social media jazz Mm -hmm. yeah 10 yard shot Mm -hmm. dang it was pretty close when, when you were very the, intimate, when you were telling the story, I thought the deer was at like 50 yards. <laughs> nope. Nope. It was like right in front of me. And I, to this day, I know the exact tree. I know the exact spot. I knew where he was. I, you know, I can piece it all together. And, uh, my buddy Clayton, I put him in that exact same spot, uh, three years ago, three years ago. And he shot a doe from that spot across this Creek. And it, the day had gone on and we hadn't heard from him at all. I was like, man, I wonder how he's doing. There's shitty cell reception, this whole area. So we didn't know. Were you there that year? No, I don't think Mm-mm. so. And and so we're like, well, let's go. See. I know where he is. We put him there. So we go walk up to him and and he's like, hey, guys. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, I got one. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I think I did. I think it's dead. He's like, well, I shot and I didn't know what happened, but I think there's a deer over there. 
So we walk up to it and I couldn't find a bullet hole at all. I was like, did it die from fear? <laughs> it's like, I was like, dude, seriously, I don't see a gun wound. You're like, what happened? And so he waited and waited and waited, didn't call anybody, didn't tell anybody anything. He didn't walk up and he just sat in a spot and he's like, I think I got one. It might be dead. I don't know. We couldn't find a bullet hole. He's like, did it die? Like, what happened? Is it for me? He was so confused. Found the bullet hole. It was from him. He shot it. It died. And then he, you know, learned how to gut a deer for the first time ever, which was hysterical because he has the weakest stomach out of everyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I've literally seen him crush a, a shot, like a glass from puking in it, from taking shots. Oh. So then he's gotten the deer. <laughs> like over and over again. And then meanwhile, my buddy Mike is eating jerky. I'm hungry. Yeah. So you got him eating jerky, snacking on jerky, and then him he gagging. Had blood all over his hands. Oh just yeah. Eating. Just care. eating. Didn't care. He's gagging. He's eating. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so those are the moments that stick with you, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. You made a memory. It's first year. We got two callers, guys. Sweet. Who do you want to talk to first? We got uh, Drew. Let's bring you on, Drew. Hey, Drew. You're live on the OKest Hunter podcast. Hey guys, just wanted to call, say hi, Howdy. say congrats on the uh, new home. For that's yeah, just wanted to say hi. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. It's good to hear from you in person. I know you went live on Instagram the other day. We popped in and, and saw what you had going on. So uh, we appreciate the call. Thanks for uh, supporting what we're doing oh, here. Yeah, yeah, we totally appreciate. Thank, it. Thanks again for coming in on that live and joining. That was awesome. It's cool. It's cool to see everybody and what they're all up to, man. It's fun to watch. So we're always happy to support those that support us. Yeah, it's a big community and anything we can do to help support the community is going to be good. But if you got to drop off, if it was, it was a quick say hi thing, we'll, we'll, we'll drop you off. We got another caller in queue, yep. so we'll just keep trucking through them here. All right. Have a good night, guys. You Thanks, too. Bud. Who do we got? Bye. Who do we Bye. got next? We got uh, Publicly Challenged. I've heard of you these guys. Oh, yeah. It's from Illinois. Hey, hey, you're on the OKS Hunter podcast. You got an OKS Hunter moment to share with us? Uh, I don't know. Is that what we're talking about? I just saw you guys were going live and figured I'd jump in. And say Hell hi. yeah. How you doing, man? That's what we're shooting <laughs> for. That's what we're shooting for. You don't got it, but if you got one, man, that would be great. Where's the beer, Greg? Man, I don't know. There's right been here. a lot of times where it's an OKS moment. I mean, <laughs> anytime I go out in the woods and my wife tells me I better come home with some uh, some meat and quit chasing antlers. It's a, it's a okay as hunter moment. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> Did you shoot one? You got to no. make her happy if you want to keep hunting. Uh, yeah, sure. there there is a requirement in my house. There has to be at least two does in the freezer. So then I can go chase bucks, but that might not happen this year. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'm I'm concentrating on on a couple of bucks. And if I have a chance of getting them opening weekend, that's what I'm going to do. But what if a doe walks by? Then it might have to die. (laughs) (laughs) Never passed, man. Never passed. (laughs) Look what happened last year. Uh So basically, your wife wins again. Yeah, regardless. I love her, so that's that's what I do. Damn it, you win again. Why do you always get the easy ones? (laughs) So how about this, uh, what's this Arrow Hunter Saddle Giveaway? What are you guys doing there? Oh, no, Latitude Outdoors Saddle Giveaway. So right now, uh, you have a 50% chance of winning because you're only up against uh, one other person. So until more people call in, it's going to be a 50-50 draw. Two people are going to draw, and you might be one of the winners. But that can change. Like we it. have about I 30 like, minutes I, left. I like the odds of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, I mean, I've not been a saddle hunter ever, but I put it on. It's comfortable. I'm very surprised how comfortable it is. 
Um, high quality. Very high quality. And if you have questions about it, they're very responsive on their social. Um, and they've done a pretty good job of making good instructional videos. So hats off to them guys at Latitude Outdoors. Yeah, and it's a two-piece system. So where is Latitude based out of? They're based out Michigan. of Michigan. Yep, they got a manufacturing plant there. Okay. They, they can't get these things made fast enough, man. They're flying off the shelves. I tell you what, though, the presentation, the customer service, the quality and craftsmanship of this thing, they they thought of it all and didn't miss a beat. This thing is dead silent in the woods. There's no American metal on made. It. Yes, American made. Hundred yep. percent American made. That's awesome. Yeah, see, that's really cool. I like it, and, and especially like that's my whole goal. Like I get behind companies like that hundred percent if I can. Right. Um, slowly changing out all my gear and everything to American made. Yeah. And trying to get behind these companies that are actually high quality companies that can totally, uh, you know, be there and actually support you and and. Uh, you know, a company that is genuine and reach out to you and actually talk to you. I mean, sure. I think that's amazing. Like another one, I don't know if you guys ever go out west or anything, but initial ascent packs, freaking awesome. Yeah. Same thing. Dennis and Joe are awesome dudes. We've got some good friends that use initial ascent and they're, they're more than happy to let us try them on and, and work with them. So, um, how you work with Forlow at all? I uh, I have some four low equipment. I've kind of been doing a little bit of stuff with them. Not a whole lot. Okay. Should be doing a lot more than I am probably. But yeah, no, they've got great. I'll tell you right now, I ended up getting rid of my sick uh, Timberline pants and uh, pretty much wore those all last season, the four low pants. So okay. they're, they're legit. They're bomb proof. They're, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, they're the most technologically advanced camouflage company that has ever existed to date as far as I'm concerned. And, and I only know that cause I've, you know, investigated pretty heavily all their stuff hovering over the buy now button. <laughs> yeah. But have be, you done it though? Have you bought yet? Uh, um, we'll see. It's, it, it is pricey. So it's, uh, you know, but that's just it. Then you buy it once. I think you're done for a number of years. But you, by the way, you have your own podcast, I'm, right? Publicly challenged. Like tell, can you tell people about your Publicly podcast? Challenge is a podcast. So everybody tune in, man. If you want to, you want to check it out. It's uh, my quest for knowledge to become a better hunter, angler, and forager. And uh, pretty much all of it's done on public land. So pretty cool. And uh, basically, it's educate myself and others along the way and join me through the journey as we do it. Sure. And it's kind of a goal here a little bit, too. So we're going to share whatever we do along the way. But yeah, we uh, we should definitely have you on and and trade some stories for sure. We'd love to do that. I'd love it. I'd love it. So I got a question for you guys. Is mm-hmm. the two friends or the good friends you're talking about, would uh, one of them be Johnny Love and uh, Brian Austin? <laughs> you might know them, yeah. <laughs> old, good old Redbeard. I, I, I do know them. Yep. In fact, uh, we did a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, there was a group of individuals that were absent from the Beast Mode games and the Beast Mode mini games. I don't know if you guys know who those would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I've been running a lot, though. I've been trying. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> My you know wife what? just... I've been she's... running a lot, too. And I can tell you right now, Brian showed no mercy and running he, he did not, not do anything to prepare me I, for I what he put ch- me through. I got a chance to work well, work out with that group for just for two weekends in a row. And then a schedule change, and it I couldn't do it. I, there's just no way I, it moved to a weeknight and I work far away from where they hold that. And I, there was no way I would have made it there in time, but 
It was yep. fun. I, if I do it, I'll <laughs> puke. I, oh, the, my first my first go round with them, I almost did. I will puke. They were, I know, they were they'll, they'll make me puke. I'm puking, but I held back because I've not done one yet. So I have to make up for lost time. I'm sure they'll make me vomit. It, it's, it's a whooping, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's a hardcore whooping. It's awesome. Yeah, it's those guys are great. You we saw them uh, at the HHA Mission 12 shoot. Yeah. And uh, it was good to catch up with them there because we didn't have to do physical activity. So that was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Johnny no, and I are dude, always I'm talking about right now. <laughs> I, the first go around, I was like, wow, this is pathetic. This is horrible. I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh-huh. And then I dreaded the second go around because there was another heat. And after I did the second heat, I was like, man, this is great. You know, I beat my time the first time. My shots sucked though. I uh, got a few penalties, and the first time I shot excellent. So it was like this internal battle that makes me want to improve. And now I just I like competing against myself to try and make myself better, and it's awesome. And I got to say, though, I have the podcast crown right now. I'm the only podcast out of everybody that's ever talked to him that's come and done it. Not so. totally true because <laughs> half of us, Greg did some shit. Yeah, but I didn't make it to an event and Johnny oh, okay. keeps needling me about it. Like I get text messages from Johnny. Do you? Not messages through Instagram Does he have my Facebook. number? Don't give it to Don't give it to <laughs> <laughs> Brian and Johnny both have my number and they will... And I'm part of another group with them. Yeah, Greg's like a conduit for me. Like, I get a lot of hearsay from him because I think he has more people's numbers than, than I do. So everyone's like communicating to me through Greg. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> We're going to keep going with that. Thank goodness nobody knows who I am. I got caught. <laughs> Tyler out. just hanging out here like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get caught. <laughs> Some malicious motivation, yes. uh, if you'll call it that, that, yep. that happened. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm showing up. Open oh. up registration. I'll sign up right now. Yep. I think I was like the number two number two person to register. So. And where, are you, where are you from, Wisconsin? Where are you from? Illinois. No, Illinois. I'm from Illinois. So I, drove, t- I drove six hours total. So well, almost wow. seven hours to get no up excuse. there and back. Did it all in the same day. Just saying, guys. Yeah. All right. All right. I hear it. I, yeah, I know. We're giving excuses. <laughs> well, dude, thanks for calling in. It's so good to hear from you. Um, and we've, we've seen you around a whole bunch, so it's nice to make your acquaintance. This is your first. First call into the the show, obviously the new the new brand. So we got one more call behind you. We're gonna keep rolling through stuff. I like it. So, oh, oh yeah, let's get a story. You, no, no, yeah, you, got, you did have a story. It? We got off topic. Off topic. So how can you guys? What what's the rebranding? I love the OKS Hunter and all that stuff. I mean, how'd you guys tie it all together? Uh, I think we're just kind of like consolidating. So yeah, where to hunt is going through some big changes. Uh, the Wisconsin Economic Development Center granted us some money for our, apple, our hunting app, uh, the GPS hunting app. And in, in doing that, it, that's going to change to the outdoor space at large, not just hunting. And so it made sense to take the podcast and shift it to the OKest Hunter because there's just so much traction there and it's a lot of fun. And the podcast was, most people call the OKest Hunter podcast anyways, not even where to hunt. I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Everyone's already calling it that. We're Let's just move it over. We're not where to hunt at all. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just okay at what we do. So that's kind of, you know, where the reason why it was uh, some stuff, some big stuff happened and and, and in a positive way. And we thought, well, let's let's see where this goes. Let's let's push it over here and see what happens. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. So uh, thanks for uh, inviting me on. I didn't mean to talk any smack or nothing. I'm just. uh, Oh, you can talk smack. We got got thick skin over here. We can take it, man. Greg's got a lot of layers over here. (laughs) Good talking to you guys. Absolutely, bud. We'll talk to you. All right, bye. Bye. All right, let's. Uh, we got a couple more people here. Cheers, real quick. Let's just take a drink, guys. Cheers. This is fun.
Empty. Empty. Mmm. That's thirsty. You got some bottles somewhere. All right, who do we got next? We got Nico from uh, The Hunt, which, by the way, okay, Sunner sponsors their YouTube channel. Yes. Is it The Rise? No, just The Hunt. But Nico. Hey, Nico, you're live. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. What do you know today? Uh, you hear? I just got my butt kicked 213 flights of stairs with a 60-pound pack, so I'm I'm got the noodle legs going Did on you right talk- now. Did you talk to the last guest or something? <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? I mean, <laughs> you, you, you must be going the either sheep guys? hunting or elk hunting. Where are you headed? I <laughs> uh, drew a got a limited entry uh, mule deer tag in Colorado. Way cool. And my buddy has got a uh, rifle any elk tag in the same unit on the same two weeks. So it's going to be a long hunt. Yes. Sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's going to be awesome. But uh, I figured I got a couple stories I could share with you guys. I'll let you pick. I got. Uh, I can either give you my first uh, bow kill, or I can give you one of the funniest moments I've had uh, out west hunting. Oh, let's Boy. go with the latter. I want to laugh. Yeah, let's. let's you got hey, Nico? Are you so, drinking a beer? By the way, what do you what do you got? Anything over there? What's that? You got a beer in hand or no? I actually got a little bit of spice rum sitting right next to me, just waiting for my heart rate to drop so I can start drinking some. That a girl. All right. All right. We're good. <laughs> Let's hear your freaking story, man. Uh, so last year I fly out to meet my buddy, Andrew in uh, Colorado. He picks me up and we, we make a two week trip and we go up to Wyoming. We shoot a pronghorn, drive back into Colorado to fill his elk tag. And we spend probably four days wandering around the wilderness, get half-ass lost we turn get turned around like three and a half miles on day two uh trying to phones lose gps signal we finally get to this little clearing where we're wanting to hunt at and we notice the guy's got a blind set up already and in colorado it's first come first serve even if you somebody else sets up the blind all right so we set up and we're thinking well if nobody comes and hunts this blind we're gonna set in it tonight because this pasture's got elk crap all over the place and it's fresh like warm fresh and this old guy comes up the corner local guy and uh, tells us it's his blind he's gonna hunt it so we move on our way and this guy follows us around the mountaintop for like an hour trying to scare us off the mountain so what? we decide to head back down we're yeah yeah local guy he literally followed us around for like an hour hour and a half he'd sit down about 20 yards from us every time we would stop that's like the he old guy that like tells and... you to get off his yard when you're a kid trying to get to school. Like, come on, man, you got to have something exactly, better to do with your life. And he was, and he was like totally passive aggressive about it the whole time. He'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm just, uh, just looking out over there, you know, in that general area." I thought you were going to hunt that every blind. time that you sit down. So, we're we decide, you know, screw it. It ain't worth our time. We're going to try to hit the other side of this hill. And my buddy Andrew goes, hey, man, I got an idea. And I said, all right, let's hear it. He goes, just follow me. We go to walk back. And you're like, wait, but you're like, you're like, you're like, guys blind. You're like, okay, I'll, fo- I'll follow you. <laughs> We're just on board immediately. No yeah, questions like, asked. All right. I was like, let's, I, I got you. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll, what, what do you got going on, bud? Good show of character. I like and, this. Uh, Lots of trust. Dude, he starts piling up this fresh, soft elk crap. And just dumps it all in the middle of this guy's blind. <laughs> and he, he, he comes back out and he goes, I hope he slips. 
Put back on another, another word is said. It just takes off walk, and I'm like, "Geez, man, I don't want to make you mad because there's no telling what's gonna wind up in my sleeping bag in the middle of the night." <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, hey, it's like, hey, let's go carp fishing. Why? Because we gotta, we gotta prank someone here. There was this guy that I used to no work doubt, with. He, he would fart I, in our working space all the time. I'm like, dude, I swear to God, if you fart by me one more time, I'm gonna catch a car and put it in your fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it. Grumpy, grumpy, what's that movie? Grumpy it. old men. Yeah, grumpy old men. Mm-hmm. Just kind of chuck it under the seat nonchalantly, close the door. No big deal. A couple days, it'll smell real nice in there. That's how I felt. That's a good story, man. I can't believe you guys put elk shit in someone's but hunting also, mind. Oh, dude. <laughs> I about died. I was not expecting that at all. I about died. But uh, we, we, we got back to our our uh, shelter, and we were camping at about 8,500 foot elevation. What state and were you guys hunting? Did a, you tell uh, me that already? I missed it. One what of state brown, was this? One of, oh, what's that? You what, cut out a little bit on my end. What state were you in? Were you in Colorado, or where were, we, where were you at? Yeah, we were in Colorado. Okay. We were in Colorado. But uh, a ground squirrel over the course of two days had eaten an entire family size bag of peanut butter M&Ms. <laughs> Pretty sure that thing died of diabetes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a beer. I think, is there, is it a beer company or just the beer uh, flavor? Fat squirrel. It's fat tire. Fat tire. Yeah. Fat tire. But fat squirrel is, uh, is new Glarus. Oh yeah. It's a new Glarus brewing company makes fat squirrel. That's a fat squirrel. That's what I was trying to get at. We had to send you some fat squirrel. Yeah, that squirrel's going to end up on the diabetes commercial. Well, Nico, you by calling in and sharing your story, man, you just entered to win a Latitude Method 2 saddle. Oh, right on. Damn right, right on. This is freaking exciting. We got Now Now the odds are getting diminished. It's getting diluted. The more people I keep calling in, the, <laughs> the less your likely odds to win are. We'll do a spin wheel later. The, I call it the wheel of death. Wheel of Fortune. Yes, we well, yeah, well, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that's probably more. That I gotta, more I gotta hop off here. All right, wife's eyeballing me for dinner. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> good to go. Good to go. We're gonna take our next call. We got another one hanging out here, so we're gonna keep rolling. Thanks for the call, man. All right, later. Later. All right, let's take another one. Who do we got? Uh, we got. Made that a little loud, and I wanted to. We got uh, Greg Morgan. Where are you calling from? Pennsylvania, man. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Is that right? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm just outside of Philly. Cool. Hey, welcome Chester to the, welcome the OKS Hunter podcast, man. You got some OKS Hunter moments you want to share? You just call and say hi, or what do you got going on? I, I got a story for you. Um, it's uh, it's kind of OK, um, but it's about a doe that I shot. <clears throat> now, I played college football, and I made a post on Instagram not long ago talking about how hunting has always been my number one so we're supposed to play this team albright university and we had already beaten them like 33 nothing earlier in the season so i was thinking it was going to be a cakewalk i'd be out by like you know maybe the end of the first quarter put second team in i had the right idea to go hunting before the game so i went hunting can you guys hear me still? Oh, yeah, yeah we're oh, here. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we're just listening intently. Okay, okay. Sorry. So I uh, I had the bright idea to go hunting before the college football game because I thought I wouldn't be in very long. <laughs> and I shot this doe, and she ran like a bat out of hell, the furthest away from my truck you can get. And I'm in the <laughs> stand. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, I got to be at the field house by 11.15, and I'm cutting it close. 
So I'm trudging through this dough and I find her. By the time I find her, look at my watch. I'm like, I got 15 minutes to get there. My coach is going to be pissed. I quick clean her up and I'm like, I have no time to drag her out. So I was a different, I was a different, different man back then, like as far as in shape. So I picked this dough up over my shoulders and I was trudging out of there. Her tongue was smacking me in the face. Like I had blood all (laughs) over me. I got to my truck and I, and I put her in the truck and I raced to the field house. So once I got there, the baseball team was pre-gaming like in the parking lot and I pulled up and I said, yo guys, I got a deer this morning. Don't let anybody touch him. They were like, Oh, that's awesome. They're, you know, they were all tanked up and stuff. So they were on deer duty. They watched it during deer the game. Duty. It's cold. This is like late season. That's because late season. Okay. <laughs> but so, the best yeah, part, good. What's that? It's good that it was cold. I was going to ask where you're from. Pennsylvania. We know that. Okay. Good to go. Yeah, it was cold. And, uh, the best part is, is since I had to put her over my shoulders, I was absolutely drenched with blood. And the thing is about my field house is you have to walk by the opposing team locker room to get to the home team locker room, my my locker room. (laughs) I walked by these college players. On camo pants, no shirt, covered in blood, walking to my locker room, and they were speechless. That's awesome. That is badass. Nothing like a little intimidation factor right before the game. Did you see that guy? He's a freaking murderer. <laughs> so the bad thing is, is I was so I woke up early, you know, to go hunting, thinking I was going to be out of this game. I get there, my coach is like, "Get a shower. You're an asshole. <clears throat> get your gear on." And they smoked us. I was in the whole game, and I played horrible. Oh no, you played horrible. Well, you're probably fatigued. Yeah, man, I, I was in the, I was in the whole game. Up. I was tired. I was up since like four a.m. Right. <laughs> so deer hunting is not good for college football. No, <laughs> so it totally bit me, bit me in the butt, and uh, they ended up beating us like thirty-three to three. Ouch! But at least you got at least you got some meat for your yeah. freezer. That's what's important. You got your deer. That's the most important I, part. I did. I did. So football game ain't gonna feed you yeah, for the rest so, of the year. What's that? So the football game it wasn't gonna feed you for the rest of the year with that doe will. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, deer hunting's always been number one, but I mean, I like college football and stuff. But oh yeah. Uh, I just wanted to call in and tell you guys that story, and awesome. you guys are doing a great job. Hey, thanks Thank for you. sharing that with us, dude. We appreciate it. Greg, you have a great day. Yeah, no problem. You too. All right. So we got uh, another caller here. That was a good story. Gonna it keep, was. You know, yeah, deer hunting is number one is what I heard out of that. Just walking by the opposing team's locker covered room. In blood. Covered in blood. It reminds me of that scene from, uh, uh, what is that movie? Damn it! What is that movie? Not, not Forty Year Old Virgin, but another one. One of those other movies. Escanaba in the Moonlight. Damn it! Not that one either. <laughs> <laughs> it's with Jonah Hill and uh, what the hell is it? Which called? one? It was in the early ones for him. Not knocked up, was it? Not knocked up. Pre pre knocked up. Jonah Hill. Um, I'm just drawing a blank. It's my fault. Way to go! But he was dancing with some girl at a party. He's like, "But why would there be yes. blood on my pants?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I was deer hunting, asshole. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. All right, we got a uh, caller from Michigan. Who we got? Bring him on here. Oh, are we in queue? Here we go. Talk. There we go. I got to hit the right button. Caller from Michigan. Who do we got? What's your name? Hey, guys. This is Scott. Hey, Scott. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in tonight. This is a lot of fun for us. We're having a good time. Hopefully, uh, you got a beer in hand or something. 
I do actually. Uh, uh, a bourbon. Ooh, nice. what kind of bourbon you got? PBRs there, which I'm a, I'm a PBR guy myself, so I appreciate you guys. Hell yeah, Greg's a PBR. I used to be a PBR guy, and I've I've uh, now I'm like oh, I'm all about those farmers drinking that bush light. He likes bush water. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty much what I say. <laughs> what bourbon? What bourbon are you drinking? Because I'm a bur- I like bourbon and scotch for sure. I'm a big fan. This one's just bullet, so nothing, nothing Bullet's fancy. Good. It's a, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. Is that bullet Tuesdays? <laughs> we gotta get you That's some right. drop. We gotta get you some drop time spirits. That stuff is delicious. It's good bourbon. It's very strong though. Super I'll bad. Check it out. By the way, that was the movie. Yes. I couldn't think of it. Thank you, Levi. Yes. <laughs> All right. You got an OKS Hunter moment uh, or story you want to share with us? Yeah, I do. I uh, I felt pretty good about it until I heard the the football story. So <laughs> that I one's feel pretty badass, dude. Now, I mean, that's that's a badass story. But we're game for anything. So bring it. What you got? Um, so I listened to your guys' story early on about being an onset hunter, and and the one you told earlier, an adult onset hunter, and the one you told earlier kind of resonated. So sure, I am also an adult onset hunter. I'm 32. Just started hunting a couple of years ago. Good for you, man. Cheers. Um, that. Yeah, awesome. cheers. And, uh, really get into it, get excited about it lately. My first deer was just two, three years ago. I'd been out a few times, a few years in the past and, and had been unsuccessful. Finally convinced the buddy to go with me. We went over to his property, tiny little, like five acre spot in the back of his parents' yard showed up that i don't know the sun was already coming up on opening day of of gun season totally unprepared grabbed some lawn chairs on our way out into the backyard (laughs) uh we just decided to post up on opposite sides of the lawn and sit there for a couple hours and see what happened and about an hour later i hear a bang behind me start looking around i see a bunch of deer run by i take a shot at another one and then start trying to figure out what happened turned out that me and my buddy got our first deer uh our first hour out on opening day dropped them right where we shot and the backstory was he's just like one of those sleepy lazy guys that it's hard to convince him to do anything in the morning (laughs) and he had gotten sleepy decided to go lay down in a dirt pile and when he did he opened himself up a, a lane and saw some deer took a shot and we uh we both ended up with a couple of does in our freezer. Nice. And that was kind of what uh got us excited and and you know kind of got us into this world. Oh That's yeah, awesome. man. Dude, shoot. so I think the first time I shot a doe was with my gun. So I I told the story about the the buck in the neck with the the 12 gauge. Well, then I went and bought myself yeah. a rifle cuz my dad had a rifle. I was like, "Well, I want a rifle. I don't want this shotgun cuz I want to shoot far." So I went to, it used to be Gander Mountain at the time. Now it's Gander Outdoors. And I bought a used Remington uh, 700 bolt action, 30.06, which I still have. It's the same gun I have. And that was a lot of money for me back then. But I bought it my damn self. <laughs> the first year I hunted with that thing, I ratcheted the, the strap around my forearm, rested on a, a blowdown that was on an angle leaning up against the tree that I was hunting beside. I caught a glimpse of a doe moving, so then I did all that, and then I <sighs> dropped her freaking dead 
sniped her at 90 yards and she was running through the forest. And that was the most exciting kill that I ever had. I felt like an actual sniper. And I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. And I went over. I was like, I can't find where she's at. I had two buddies with me at the time. And uh, I was like, oh, there's the shot. Here's where it is. You can see the spray on the tree behind where I had shot her. And then I look, and there she was. She didn't make it far at all. So I had racked another round, bolt action, like super fast, like, you know, a total reactionary kind of thing. You can't rack a, another round that fast, not on adrenaline. And I was like looking through the scope. I couldn't find her, couldn't find her. I was like, I must have missed. I dropped her. She dropped so fast. I just didn't catch it. And uh, so we got up to her and then I started, I was like, well, I don't know how to go to deer. I haven't done this before. My dad got in my buck for me. And uh, so I pulled up YouTube and I called my dad. I was like, dad, I don't know what to do. I'm gutting this deer. And he shows up and he's like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, oh, I got YouTube. I'm trying to figure out how to gut this thing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> You know, like you never done of an okay. Exactly. My dad's like, what is this? I'm like, what do you want from me? I don't know what to do. (laughs) So, uh, but I sniped a doe with my rifle. It was my first kill with that gun. The first year I bought it. And I was like, well, this gun paid for itself. It was pretty cool. Were you sitting in a lawn chair though, when you shot that doe? You know what? I was sitting on, I call it a butt pad. (laughs) You were a butt pad. You were sitting under that same pine tree that I caught you sleeping under last time. Yeah. Went hunting with you. (laughs) I do like to nap under that tree. (laughs) Okay. This is not the definition of the okay as hunter podcast. I don't know what, you know what? I fell asleep. Chairs, butt pads, (laughs) falling asleep. I fell asleep two other times and I shot two bucks. They, the bucks woke me up and I woke up and I was like, Oh no, mother! You're gonna go down. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> I got range with this freaking thing. So that's awesome. Still yeah. the yeah, show here. Exact same experience for me. Like it, I had been bird hunting a couple of years before that, oh, or four a couple of years before that. So sure. What it, kind of what, what like, do you like to bird hunt? Are you a waterfall guy or an eight seventy? Okay. Swap out the barrel. Yep. There you go. I and got the same thing. So it was like a gun I was super familiar with, and the on the run shot just felt natural because I'd been shooting birds with it that way. I was just going to say that. I, my dad started us out deer hunting. So I started off with an 870 with a 30 inch barrel. The gun was taller than me when I first started hunting. And every time I pulled the trigger <laughs> on that thing, I had such a flinch from target shooting with it. It was, it was awful. You never knew where I was going to hit with it. But I could not hit a running deer to save my life. And that's all we had was running deer around us. So why, what after the hell? I, why are they always running? Because people are always pushing. That's all they do is <laughs> oh, drive running. around here. The deer are only running <laughs> yeah. around here. They don't Just walk. Hauling them, hauling the mail everywhere they went. Never could hit one. Well, I picked up waterfowl hunting and learned how to lead birds. And then it was like, I went deer hunting right after I started getting successful at knocking down ducks and I could hit running deer. No problem. Iron sights, 85 yards, full sprint, dropped a dropped a doe. It was awesome. But it is a pretty I don't know why that feels so good to do. Yeah. Like it was like, oh gun hunting, blah, 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 bow hunting. Yep, look, I love bow hunting as much as the next guy. And it's very intimate and it's a long hunt. season. I'm not but, knocking it. But there, you know, you get a deer with a gun like that at a, a far range, it feels pretty yeah. damn good. It was awesome. So bird hunting is a good thing. It's a great training tool. And it's enjoyable. It is. If you can hit it, if you can hit a duck flying at full speed, you can hit a deer on the run. Yeah. I mean, that's, I shot it and missed a lot of teal that year. I, I miss a lot of ducks. every year. So <laughs> I went bird hunting. I went duck hunting once and we didn't see a single damn duck. Basically that happens. Fire the guide. I had a lot of venison. The, the ducks were in the area the day before and something happened the next day. And then they just weren't there anymore. It was a uh, Kincaid area mm-hmm. here in uh, Wisconsin here outside of, was that Dousman? Yeah. 
Well, dude, thanks for calling into the show. First time caller, first time listener, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. First of both, and thank you guys. It's a uh, it, like I said, I'm an adult. I'm an adult onset hunter to, sure. to take your term. You ever hunt and out of the? It's cell? hard to find folks that that actually care about these stories. So Hell appreciate yeah. you guys. Care a lot. Well, we love care. it, man. I'm happy to talk to you again anytime. Yep. And I was going to say I interrupted because I'm good at that. Apparently, uh, do you hunt out of a saddle? Have you ever hunted out of a saddle before? I have not. I uh, I just bought my first bow this spring, so cool. I spent the summer yeah. practicing with it. So looking Thank forward you. to getting out in October. What kind of bow did you get? It's a uh, Bowtech Amplify. Cool. Nice. I'm sure about not one of the uh, not one of the top bows, but doesn't have to be. You got to start. That sold me <laughs> you got to start my local somewhere. shop. So yeah. yep. No, if you got a good local shop and they can support the brand, doesn't matter what it is, and you're comfortable shooting it, just keep shooting it and get proficient with it, and then get out and hunt with it and enjoy it and learn from it. It'll be it'll be a blast. And and uh, by calling into the show, you just entered to win a Latitude Method Two saddle. So if you don't know what that is, you can go check those guys out. Latitude Outdoors, I think. Yep. Com, and then uh, check out the Method Two. That's what we're giving away for people that called in. Not everybody, but you'll be entered into the drawing. Yeah, and don't feel bad about shooting a Bowtech. I shoot a Bowtech, the original one that I bought probably like eight years ago when I started bow hunting. It still has the good old wicker basket on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. works. That's what I started with the wicker basket. Yeah. Yeah, whisker, I don't want to fumble whisker, around with whisker biscuit. Yeah, whisker biscuit. Whisker what biscuit, do you call it? You need to have another I call it whisker basket. I did, yeah, I did. Call it <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just followed okay, suit. Cool. It's like some dumbass turns on the wrong lane, and then you're like, "Oh, I'll just follow this guy." I know, right? It's all good. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. That's you're why you're welcome. here now. Thanks for calling in, Scott. Thank you. All right. All right. So no other calls in queue right now. It's just that's three, cool that we got three of us. Calls. Yeah. That's awesome. I suspect we're going to get some more right at the top of the hour or the yeah, it's 659. So we'll go a little bit long because we started late. We want to give this an hour, give us some room to breathe. And, you know, a number of people did say they wanted to call in. So we did have a lot of people call and then hang up because they probably didn't want to wait right in line. Uh, but that's how it is on a radio show. You call in and sometimes the line's busy. Yeah. You know, I guess our line doesn't get busy, but. If we're talking to someone, you're going to have to wait a minute. If there's nobody in line, I might just step out in the hallway and make a quick phone call. I'd like to win the uh, win saddle, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the only downfall of you being here yeah. is that uh, you're not going to win that thing. That's Actually, right. I got a text. A uh, buddy of mine was like, dude, let me know if I can call in. I want to win that thing. So I'm going to text a couple folks. Tell me he has to buy 10 shirts and two hats, and then he's got a chance. Yep. And Yeah, we're, and we're going to give away some shirts and hats, too, uh, or something. I mean, Tyler's. You're the finance guy. You got to tell me what we can get away with here. We'll yeah. talk about it. We'll give, we'll give away something. Tyler's like, so, giving away everything, Eric. <laughs> Knock it off, man. Oh, that's pretty funny. I'm We're just messaging broke. a couple folks real quick. So you guys want to, you guys can chat for a minute. I don't know. I got, I got nothing at the moment except for my dog barking. Yeah. Hey, what, what did I call it again, Greg? A wicker basket. A wicker basket. <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> hey, man, it works. It's simple. It's pretty fail-proof. I mean, it takes a lot of shots to really trash one of those. And you can get replacement bristles for them. So yeah. you can get replacement bristles? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you? It's like a toothbrush. Basically, yeah, you just get the ring with the bristles, and you just swap it out. Simple. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You can get that wore down, huh? Yeah. I mean, if you shoot a lot. I feel like there's other purposes enough, we could do. Like, no. yeah, if you're ever uh, that hardcore back in the mountain, you can brush your teeth with this thing. <sighs> 
That's how you get Scrub a real worn down. Too with it, apparently. Oh boy, <laughs> I was thinking boots, but you might be going another direction. Well, you know, you do what you got to do. I shot the whisker biscuit for a long time. Yeah, and I was a big fan. It's simple. You don't have to worry about anything dropping away. You don't have to worry about no noise. Anything getting snagged in the it does mess brush. with the drag of the arrow, though, right? Yeah, it does. It'll slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if it's twenty yards and in, it's not going to know the difference. No. Yeah, but that way you can get the arrow in there silently and, and just mm-hmm. uh, there's no mechanical parts. You don't got to worry about things failing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with that HHA Virtus that we have. Yeah, that, I didn't get I that have. lucky with mine because no. it didn't fit my bow. That's, Which, yeah, that's what I want to move to. But yet, it, you know, when you're first starting out, I, I had minimal equipment, right? I'm climbing up in a tree stand. Right. I didn't have a bow hanger. I just set the bow in my lap. No. You know? And, and there's times where I don't even mess around with a bow hanger. I just hang on to it. Mm-hmm. I'll hang the pack with all the rest of the crap in it on a on a branch. Yeah. I go in minimalistically as possible some days. We do got another caller here. Bring I could do this whole... Uh... Oh, 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 someone's calling us. Really? <laughs> howdy, howdy. You're live on the OK Center podcast. Who do we got? What do you got? Hey, what's going on, buddy? I know that voice. This is Joel from oh, yeah. Wisconsin. Joel, what do you know? Oh yeah, Joel's got Not jokes. Much. For days. I missed most of the most of the meet and greets already, and all the calls because I had to put the kids down and all. But well, your kids go to bed early. You're a lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Ours will go to bed at like 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm lucky at times, but sometimes not so lucky. So. For those that don't know, Joel sniffed that buck out of the woods for me right there. Uh, that's a seven point that I was going to well, leave. I don't know why you left it in there. <laughs> exactly. Because it fucking smelled. I think you just wait for it, like, like, you know, like, aging the meat thing. Yeah, I was aging the meat. Yeah, it's all good. For those that don't know, we have a new weird tradition for our deer camp. By the way, I'm going to figure out what everyone's traditions are because everyone's got some weird shit. But one of ours is you're not going to kill a deer until you're wearing a vest. And the vest, Joel started this tradition by wearing his weird jean vest from when he was a child that it's like fat guy in a little coat nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it seemed to have shrunk a lot. <laughs> I don't think I got any bigger. I think the vest shrunk a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, so this thing, I shot it. It got very confusing about maybe where it could have went. Another hunter was there. Everything was very confusing. And it just didn't, it point, all directions pointed that I didn't shoot the thing, you know. Turns out I did. But the moment I put my vest on, Joel calls me. He's like, I think you found your deer. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> the lucky vest. I don't know why you didn't wear it in the first place. You know it works. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Now we wear a vest at all times in our deer camp. If you're not wearing a vest, you're not killing a deer. Anyway. Yeah, I wonder what happens if I wear a skirt and I get a deer. <laughs> I I wear a skirt. <laughs> that's a booner for sure. How does a Scotsman find sheep in tall grass? Very satisfying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> for Joel, our Scottish oh viewers, boy. I apologize. <laughs> what do you got for a story, dude? Um, I'll throw one out there. I haven't said it in a long I haven't thought about it for a long time. I overheard you guys talking about uh, putting your, your bow on a tree hanger and stuff. And uh, I remember I bow hunting one time. And I didn't have a tree hanger or anything. And I'm sitting in this little rickety shack, little rickety tree stand because I was too cheap to actually pay for something that's safe. That's and right. yep. yeah, both sitting across my lap, and you know it's a real twilight, early morning. So you can't really see nothing. You can hear tons of things, but you don't see anything. Yep. Unless, of course, it's like a 
giant owl that lands on your bow right in front of you. Oh, God, I had a heart and attack. they come in so silent, but then they spread their wings and it's like an instant blackout. <sighs> and yeah, it made me fall out of my tree. And uh, I think you call it a screech owl because that's the sound I made when I hit the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never even heard of this story. I'm, I'm your buddy. What the fuck? What, how, how, how many sticks were you in the in the tree? Like, how far did you fall? It was only like 10 feet. I was on the side of a hill. You know, oh, my but, God. So you felt yeah, the- it was enough to. Uh, yeah, it, it scared the jeepers out of me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So I, I bet you if I put up, well, I'll keep it PG. But yeah, it, it, there's a little bit of puckering. That's about all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do have a swear button. You can swear. I can, I can hit this button and just a little you, man, you know. Oh, golly gee, we're from Wisconsin. We can't be doing that now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. An owl land on your rifle and you fell out of the tree. That's no, all right. It was his bow, not a rifle. Well, my bad. Yeah, bow. You're the crap, Bobby. Them suckers don't make any sound. No, they're pretty quiet. He yeah, didn't land on my bow. He was about to, though. You ever, <laughs> if you ever... I hadn't shrieked like a girl and scared him away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but was your bow okay? Yeah, that's really the, the big question here. Yeah, actually, that one is okay because that's I held, you know, you know, when you fall in like a pool or something like that, you always hold your beer up or you fall in the lake, you always hold your beer up. I did the same thing on my bow. There you go. <laughs> Protect the bow over the body. I think you can take a broadhead to the chest or something. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, that was back in the day before I ever, uh, I didn't even put a, never didn't even knock my arrows. I would just sit with them in the quiver until a deer came by and then I would try and load it like an idiot. Why am I not shooting this deer? It saw me, damn it. Well, you never you know, keep your finger straightened off the trigger until you're ready to shoot, but I didn't know any better. That's funny. Great. Now, point. if I walk 10 feet from the truck, I put my, uh, I knock my arrow. Yeah, man. That's, that's how I roll these days. It's like, uh, I don't want, you don't want to miss that opportunity. By the way, that makes me want to make Greg do his owl call. My owl call. Yeah. <laughs> You want me to do an owl call? That's right. I want to hear it. Oh, here we go. Who does that? Greg. Who cooks it's gonna for happen. you? It's gonna, oh, you Oops. piece of shit. Who you can do a real owl call. For you. <laughs> Who cooks for you? I want to hear it. I want to that hear was it. Call. Come on. Who cooks for you? Ah, uh, I don't want to do it because I'm not good at it. <laughs> That's pretty damn yeah, good. That's pretty good, yeah. Right? I can't do it. Wow. It's, it's good for, it's good for uh, shot goblin turkeys. That's right. Yeah. Someone texted me about, you guys are talking about owls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. Well, yeah. When an owl lands on your freaking bone, you fall out of a tree. That's an okayest hunter moment. I don't know what you call that. That's like a, that's like a elite hunter moment. I feel like an owl landing on your, on your bow is some, oh, that's some John Candy shit <laughs> for sure. <laughs> What's that movie? Yeah. Failure to launch with Matthew McConaughey, where yeah, he, like yes. the chipmunks bite him in the finger and all that shit. Mm-hmm. The lizard. It's like, man, nature just must hate you. You're not balanced with the world, Joel. <laughs> well, that was beforehand, you know. That's right. Now, yeah, now the owl is going to land on you, and, and it's going to just look at you and then fly away peacefully. That's totally a scene out of the Great Outdoors with John Candy. Yeah, and that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Now they come by and we make eye contact and we respect each other and we give ourselves a little a one-eyed wink and he flies off. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, an eagle's gonna oh, freaking gouge out my eyes on my next hunt or something weird <laughs> like that. We we hunt right by the river. <laughs> oh, wow. This year you're gonna get crapped on by an owl. There you go. <laughs> or maybe I will. <laughs> it's cool hearing that kind of stuff. Good sign there. then. 
Well, dude, I'm glad you made it into the to calling into the show. Now you're entered to win the the saddle. No, I just wanted to, you know, be a part of the, you know, the new OKS Hunter. Oh yeah, you're definitely you're a little bit more than okay. I've seen you in action. You know what you're doing out there. Ah, some days. Yeah. I'm not going to say I haven't taken a nap next to the pine trees where you were, but. <laughs> <laughs> When I was uh, sucking wind, dragging my buck out, Joel finished the job for me and dragged that thing out by and large. I ran into like some small pond that I didn't know existed. And he's like, we're going to go this way. And I was like, no, no, hold on. I'm in the water. <laughs> he's like, we're both equally out of shape. So he's got a chromosome missing. He didn't feel the pain. Nothing tops Mike, though. Yeah. Oh, are we by the barbed wire? Like yeah. Syndrome and just work, work right through it. And then you, you complain and whine for the next four days afterwards. <laughs> That's pretty miserable. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't you weren't there the year. I don't think you were there the year that Mike dropped a buck on my his. He dropped a buck's ass on my face. <laughs> no, I missed that one. This is getting okay. Or every he time dropped a buck and it fell down a ravine, like a huge deep crevice, because we hunt hill country. And you found the crevice with your face. Yeah. So then I'm he's dragging it and I'm pushing it, and then he like slips, drops, and pfft, right in smell. my face. The, my nose was literally in its a hole, and I was like, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> He's like, what? Like, you? My, you got the freaking asshole right in my nose. <laughs> he starts laughing. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. There's so many stories, Eric, that I have I haven't heard. Yeah. Before. Oh yeah. There's more than this. I, I didn't share my most okayest okayest moment in the world, which is when I forgot my rifle in the woods. You were there that year, Joel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We were standing in the I think the Delta Motel in Prairie du Chien, and we got back to the motel. Motel. I remember. Yeah. And uh, we get back to the, the, I got a buck, dragged it out, got back to the motel, go to grab my gun case, and it didn't weigh anything. It's pretty light. This is kind of weird. Oh, no. Weight reduction. Guess who drove back to the woods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, found my gun lean on the same tree that I left it on. That's good. Mm-hmm. I did that two years ago. My dad did the same thing the year previous to that for me. Who else has forgotten their gun leaning on a tree? <laughs> Can't say as I have. Not good. Pitch black running through the woods. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> right where you left it, usually. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Joe, we got another call. We're going to move on. Okay, no problem, man. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Good, from here. good hearing right. from you. All right, who do we got next? Oh, we have Jared Mother Effing Norwood. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jared? Mother effing Norwood. I figured you'd like that. Uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. great. I figured you'd love that intro. Oh, it's good stuff. Come from there, Arkansas, right Arkansas. there, Southern boy here. What do Arkansas, you know, man? Arkansas. You're more southern than cornbread. So what are y'all talking about exactly? I've I've heard a lot of different uh, conversations on yeah, this thing it's today. It's been nothing but a bunch we, of rabbit we, holes. We ran the gamut. Yeah, we're I mean, swerving. Yeah, we're swerving and dodging and ducking and weaving. We're podcasting and drinking. It's like <laughs> we can go wherever you want to go. What do you want to talk about? We're talking about OKS Hunter moments by and large, but you give us whatever you got, buddy. I know you're a saddle hunter, too. You want this. Man, method. I got the. Oh, I, yeah, we can talk about both. But I have the number one most OKS Hunter moment of J-Rod Norwood's hunting career. And that was uh, on the White River Refuge four, five years ago. I've got a show enough big swampy nuts monster in front of me i'm talking you know one of those that you uh you dream about swamp donkey draw my bow back 
the swamp donkey. Draw my bow back, shoot, shoot right over him. You know, no, no question. No, I didn't hit him. So he runs up. He's with a whole bunch of other bucks. Runs out there, and I'm like, well, he's 50 all day. So I sling up another prayer. <clears throat> I'm missing again, high. So I'm cussing, throw my bow out of the stand, throw all my stuff down, climb down the climber, get down there, find my arrow covered in blood, covered in blood. So I was like, what? I know I saw it go over top of it. Well, uh, I get to the end of said blood trail, and uh, the dinkiest buck in the whole group of deer caught a caught a glancing blow right in the brown eye. I mean, I couldn't have hit him better in his butt hole. And killed him graveyard dead. Six point. Shooting at a shooting at a monster. Killed a six point. You've told me this one before, but I haven't heard it told like that. The old Texas I'm, hard shot. I'm yes, crying sir. right now. There's tears coming out of my eyes. With a bow. Oh, I mean. So uh You're not in I'm, Texas I'm though. Dude. You're like, so, what are you doing? Oh, no, no. We're close enough to take it. Yeah, close. apparently. Yeah. It's not far away. Stone's throw. <laughs> and I'd never been on the, the White River Refuge. This is the first time, first weekend I'd never been on there. And it's a huge chunk of land here. It's all public. And uh, my buddy uh, that I was hunting with, he, he likes to herbally hunt. I'll leave it at that. So I'm, I'm, I'm hooting at him and because uh, we don't have any – we don't have any cell phone service. I'm like, Hey, you know, yelling, yelling. And he just yells back. I can see his flashlight out there and he's just yelling back at me. So I'm dragging this deer. I get to, I get to the side of a slough. I swim the slough because I don't know how to go around it. I finally get to him. He's like, Oh man, you killed a deer. I'm like, yeah, I've been yelling at you for 35 minutes, man. What, what's going on here? He's like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, fun stuff. Here. That was it. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. He just says, I'm sorry. Well, he was herbally influenced. So, yeah. I mean, he was just like chilling. Sorry. He about wasn't. That. Yeah, sorry. I'm, 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 I'm in no position to move. His anxiety was probably man. through the roof. He's like, there's some fucking weird dude yelling at me. I ain't moving. <laughs> oh, no. We were, the, we were the only two idiots out there on that. Uh, we were on a big peninsula. The only way you can get on there from the river and I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, thus the no cell phone service. But uh, we we went back. We hunted a lot now. He and I, and, and you know, big saddle hunters, both of us. And he's he's like a DIY guy, man. You know, he's got every gadget and can build all that stuff, and just a a really good hunter. But uh, he likes to get you know, he likes to get a little closer to the sky when he's uh when he's up there. It's all good. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Dude, my my dad tells me the story of my my uncle Randy, who he got treed by a herd of cows deer hunting once, cutting through a corn like some some pasture or something like that. Oh lord! You know, so there's all sorts of stories of Uncle Randy doing weird shit hunting, and there's one particular story. Of my dad and him get to this swamp edge, and Randy's like, "All right, well, I'll put up here. I'm not crossing that thick nasty shit," or whatever it was. So he gets up in a stand. My dad proceeds through the swamp. Or no, no, that's oh, sorry. My dad put up and then Randy proceeds to the swamp. I had the story backwards. So then all of a sudden my dad, he's watching Randy the whole entire time. And all of a sudden Randy comes back and he looks up. He goes, well, how the fuck did you get over here? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I haven't moved. He's like, no, nah, I'm on the other side. He's like, no, you're not. I watched you the whole time. You just came in a big half circle. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's okay as hunters everywhere. Everyone's got one. That's right. You might be an okay as hunter and you don't even know it. Yeah. Or you it, just don't want to admit to it. If you've ever I, crossed a swamp and didn't actually cross it, you might be an okay as hunter. That's right. <laughs> it's like oh, Jeff man. I, I think we all are. I mean, anybody that tells you different, they're just bluffing. Right. You got it. That was a really good story, dude. I'm laughing my ass off from that one. I still have tears in my eyes. I'm glad so you called on, in. On the whole saddle thing, I got one for that. So I've been practicing because our deer season starts in 29 days, 28 days, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be 9,000 degrees. So I've been uh, I've been climbing trees in my backyard in a camouflage thong just trying to get ready for all this. I was going to say, and, baby uh, powdering or what? Uh, what was that? You using some baby powder there? No, man, I think they can smell that. I, nah. use, uh, I use baking soda, which is not good. No. It's not good, Too actually. much chafing. Play the wind, man. You just use the baby, baby no, powder I'm... play the wind. You're good. <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Mexican hairless, dude. I, uh, I, uh, I got a hormone deficiency. I can't grow body hair. So I'm, I'm good there. You know, I don't sweat too much. But So I'm, I'm out here in, in the tree the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I bought some climbing spurs because I'm thinking, you know, that's light. I'm going to get up in this tree so much faster. Well, uh, uh, I get out there and I, I don't see my neighbor, but I, I live in the middle of town and uh, I'm climbing up this oak tree and I get about 20 feet up and I slip out, like gas out. So my gas comes out the side. So I basically nut check myself up on the top of this tree, you know, and I'm <laughs> up there and I'm screaming, I'm cussing. And my neighbor's a doctor. Okay, like this, is, this guy I've learned it. It's a learned doctor mm-hmm. of medicine. It's the house of learned here. doctors. And he's standing there. He's, he's watering his yard, looking at me dangling up in this tree, cussing out. There. And he was like, "You okay?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. Crawl down, or I rappel down, get all the way down, and then I'm like, you know what? I forget. I didn't tie my rope up to get my rappel rope down. So I'm sitting there jiggling this rope, jiggling this rope, and he's looking at me, he's asking me questions about it. So I turn to look at him, and about that time, my D-ring comes off the top of the tree, oh. smokes me right in the chest. Oh. Just, what? <laughs> I just packed up all my toys, and I went back inside. <laughs> was, that, was that last year that you, I think you sent me some videos of like, like your wife giving you boy. shit about, you're in like the backyard in your tree, like, honey, honey, check this out, I'm in a saddle. <laughs> She's like, not happy. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, like, come out here, come out here. And she's like, what? What? You're like, look, look, look. And she's like, I'm going back in the house. She's like, damn it. <laughs> the uh, funniest thing is that, like, I'm married, like, I'm I'm from the backside of the country. I, I've said I'm country and cornbread. And I married a yuppie woman. She's gorgeous. She was a Division One cheerleader. She's never going. I mean, she's went hunting with me a couple times. Not a big fan of it. But, uh, I did a video, like a Facebook live or something like that one time. And I'm up in the tree. I'm like 20 feet up in the tree in our backyard and I'm shooting my bow and I need to move the target. And y'all know you don't want to get crawled down, move the target, you know, move. So I, I like video this, like, Hey honey, I yell at her. She comes out there, moves the target. Like I, I make her reposition it several times, you know, the <laughs> whole time I'm videoing her. And she's just cussing me the entire time. Just cussing. It was pretty great. So she uh she puts up with me. I'm glad about that. But man, it's uh hats off to the ladies of the okay hunters, you know? Hey, cheers yeah. to that, man. To cheers to I'm that. pretty sure my wife just messaged into the live chat what do we want for Jimmy John's, so 
not only is she taking care of her kids, she's asking what we want for dinner. Gargantuan for you. I like the the turkey. Tom's pretty great. Nope. Disappointing. I got to text her something else. I like the one with bacon. That's what, the do you, what do you want, Greg? That's the Lulu. The what do you want? 16. Yeah, I like the 16. What there do you, you want? Go. What do you want? Yeah, run with 16? it. 16? Do you like 16? I'm good. I ate on the way over here. I'll just say 16s around the house. How about that? Done. Speaking of the wives of the OKS hunters, they are all more than troopers. They are like angels. They're supporting us for years. Yeah. They're supporting Heavenly angels that can murder us in one look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go hunting today? All right. Uh, absolutely. All right. Well, well, I think they secretly, secretly enjoy yeah. our stories. I know my, my wife. wife does. Yeah, I mean, what other chance they get to make fun of us like all the time? God, my husband's an idiot. Do you want to hear this story? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, thanks for calling in, buddy. You have a good night. Definitely man. supply them with enough content. That's right. Yeah. You do the same. See you guys. Tell your wife we bud. said hi. Well, I don't have any more calls in queue. All right. That might be a wrap. We are, uh, I don't know, uh, 79 minutes into this beast. Already? I'd say uh, I say we did all right. I say we did okay. I say, I say, I say it. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll take all the people that called into the show. We'll enter you all into a drawing. We'll spin the Wheel of Fortune. Yes. And we'll pick a winner for the Latitude Outdoor Saddle. We have an XL on hand. If you fit that, great. If not, we will ma- uh, message the company and they will get you what you need for your size. So, uh, and then, uh, what do you want to do, Tyler, for a giveaway? You want to do a shirt, a hat? Let's do a shirt. We'll do a shirt. Shirt this time. Hat so next time. There'll be two winners. The first winner will get the saddle. The second winner will get the shirt. They get to pick their shirt, too. Whatever one you want. Whatever you one you want. How about that? Can't eat the horns. Never pass. Shoot a buck. Shoot deer. Just hunt. Just hunt. Just hunt Keep it simple. Yeah. Size doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. You're damn right it doesn't. Craig and I were talking about this. We are talking about, you know what matters is how much less room you have in your freezer. Mm-hmm. Full freezers. That's what counts. That's right. Full freezers. I was already talking to my wife about what I'm going to get made this year. There you the go. It's a little presumptuous, but oh, good job. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, folks. We're going to end the live stream. This will be in podcast land tonight. Check out OKSHunterPodcast.com. Uh, if you want to stay in kind of sync with what we're doing, we got blog articles coming out every week. We got newsletters coming out every week. We got podcasts coming out every week. We are a podcast and content producing machine. Mm-hmm. Spread the word, share this with us. And uh, your wife wants sticks, she said. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. So jalapeno cheddar sticks or the cravings. That, there's a lot of different choices. Mm-hmm. Barbecue. I like jalapeno cheddar a lot, but my kids can't have jalapenos too spicy. I'm not, so I'm not a big. Got to do regular guy. just so the kids yeah. can have some. Honey no. barbecue. That's that a good one too. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. See you everybody. Have a good night. See you. All right. So we're gonna hear from a couple of our buddies. Uh, some that we've met in person. Some we met online. We've made pretty good friends with the guys over at Deers and Beers. Head on over to their Instagram page. Follow along. They do some great content. They're really aligned with our mission and our values and what it means to be an OKS hunter. So what they're going to do for us is they're going to do a cheers to the 1% of our listenership. Every week, we're going to dig through the depths, find the people that make up the 1% of our listenership, and they're going to do a call out. Cheers to those 
to those guys and gals that are uh, bringing up the rear for the OKS Hunter podcast. And then also, uh, we're going to hear from Anthony Heller over at Deervane. He's got a big shoot going on this coming weekend on Saturday. We'll be at that uh, all day Saturday shooting our bows and, and trying to win some stuff. OKS Hunter is sponsoring that event. So the last place uh, Archer will win an OKS Hunter shirt of their choice. So uh, Deervane's going to share his tip of the week with us every week on the podcast. Uh, we're pretty pumped to do all this stuff. Just put the kids down to bed. It's been a long day, a lot of work to get all this stuff ready to go. So we appreciate everyone that called in to support what we're doing. And, and we want to hear from everybody. So every week when we do this, it'd be great to hear from folks calling in. Every time you call in, you'll be entered in for a monthly giveaway uh, for some OKS Hunter swag and potentially some other bigger prizes too. And to kick this off, we did the uh, Latitude Outdoors Method 2 saddle. So we'll be announcing that winner later this week. All right, everybody. Have a great week. This one goes out to our buddy from Moscow, Pennsylvania. With this beer, you'll be blessed with an awesome hunting season. Big bucks, bloody trucks. Cheers from the boys at Deers and Beers, baby. What's up, everyone? Anthony Heller here with Deer Vane, and this week's tip of the week is related to the poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac, and wild parsnip, the, the plants out there that get an oil on you and cause blisters. So I pretty much smell it and get it, and it always comes around in July and August. Seems like everybody's out doing some stuff, cutting branches, hanging stands, putting trail cameras out, whatever, doing some last minute scouting. Um, how you can, if you think you've gone through some of that stuff and, and you're kind of nervous about getting it and whatnot, the best thing you can do is shower with Dawn dish soap within a few hours of coming into contact with it. So just because you touch poison ivy doesn't mean you're going to blister up and it's going to get all over your body or anything. You can mitigate it by showering with Dawn dish soap. It is an oil. So think about it when you get oil from your car on your hands or like bacon grease or whatever. When it gets on your hands, it's really hard to get rid of and water alone just won't get rid of it. They just don't mix well. So what you need to do is get Dawn dish soap or some sort of uh, soap on your body ASAP and rub the rub the areas that are effective get your get affected get your whole body I personally just at this time of the year I literally have a little thing in dawn just dish soap in my shower So when I get out of the woods after hanging cameras and whatnot I will literally just jump into the shower right away shower up with that stuff and I have not gotten Poison ivy this year yet or in the last year and a half or so so anyway just a quick tip. I hope, I hope that helps some of you guys out there. And um, stay stay poison ivy free. All right. Catch you later. Okay, as Hunter.